Welcome to another edition of a Locked on Twins postcast. I'm the host of Locked on Twins, Nash Walker, with Access Twins writer Brandon Warren. Twins lose today at Fenway in game two of this four-game set. Four-nothing is your final. Sonny Gray leaves this game in the second with right hamstring tightness. Gave up a two-run homer to Alex Verdugo. Frankly, this stuff didn't look great in his short stint, but then a weird stumble on the mound, and he leaves this game, Brandon, in the second inning. Yeah, and I think the fact that they let Josh Winder go as long as they did suggests that he could be a candidate to take his spot in the rotation. You always already wanted to keep him lengthened out, so to let him go, what was it, five and a third? Uh, you know, there's a pre- pretty real chance that Gray's going to need to miss at least one start, and the way the IL goes with starting pitchers, if you miss one start, you might be out a month. So they have to get into May to figure out who the five guys are going to move forward with anyway once they cut down the roster. But this is going to allow them to get an extended look in my expectation at Josh Winder, which uh, nothing wrong with that. Josh Winder, you mentioned pitches today uh, very well outside of one pitch to uh, Xander Bogarts that he got. I know Jeffers wanted it up and and Winder missed down and Bogarts whipped it over the uh, the green monster there and left. But overall, pretty good outing for Winder, Brandon, after a shakier inning at home against the Dodgers it was great to see him get out there and, and get an extended look in another tough matchup. Yeah. Hit 96 on the gun at least once. I think there's another one that was in the upper 95. So yeah, looked good with the velocity, looked good, had good mound presence, I thought, and looked a lot more comfortable in his own skin than his first time out. And that's, I mean, it's understandable. And then too, like you said, it, it's not exactly a pushover offense that he took on today and he did a very nice job giving up a home run to Alex Verdugo as Sonny Gray did and giving up a homer to Xander Bogarts as Winder did. Both totally understandable offenses. The The more offensive thing was the lack of offense for the Twins today, and that's why we're talking about this and a shutout loss. Five straight full counts to start this game for the Twins offense. Looked like Tanner Houck was a little wild, wasn't spotting up his sinker very well. I thought the offense might bust this thing open early, but they just never got to Houck. Throwing a lot of balls, especially early, and they just couldn't bust through. Yeah, and I think you had a stat too that he was particularly difficult on right-handed hitters. So, yeah, if you don't get to him soon, especially when he's kind of allowing you to stay in the game and to run his pitch count up. Uh, Another thing that I think you noticed with yesterday's game was uh, bullpen usage. That was a very big opportunity for the Twins to to possibly make that bullpen issue a bigger deal going into these last two games and they they honestly didn't really do a great job of of ramping that up and then they saw Matt Strom after a guy who we're familiar with in the Midwest I think he's from West Fargo out here and he looked good too I mean they they had everybody just kind of doing everything they were supposed to on a day like today and, and the twins were just handcuffed no other way to put it We did mention yesterday, felt like the Twins had the advantage in the bullpen after game one, a stark advantage, and all of a sudden in inning two, Sonny Gray leaves. But Winder does give them extended innings. That was very helpful. Sawamura's back tomorrow. Jake Diekman, they have not used him yet. The Red Sox and Garrett Whitlock pitched a couple innings today, so maybe won't be available tomorrow. But it feels like it's swung back to the middle now, Brandon, in this series. we got two left. Sunday's Bailey Ober against Michael Walker. Monday is Dylan Bundy against Rich Hill. What do you think the, the outlook is for the Twins in splitting this series? One of the next two games are winning both. No, I think it's I think it's a fairly good chance to at least shoot for a split. It's so hard to take three or four from Boston and Fenway, even though they're off to, I think it's virtually an identical start to the Twins 
um, or at least, you know, within a game here or there. Uh, you know, it's, it's tough to take three or four. So if you shoot for a split and see what happens from there, I think you got to be happy with it. I'll be curious to see how they fare against Rich Hill, just because lefty, tall guy, not a lot of velo. It's not really like much they're going to see this season at any other point in the season. I'm just curious, too, and it's going to be an, an earlier in the morning game, and it's just going to be unusual. So I'm, I'm hopeful that the Twins bats wake up early on Monday morning and are ready to get going because it, it's not been pretty here, uh, especially today. Old friend Rich Hill. Old friend yeah. Rich Hill on Monday. Speaking of Twins bats, Trevor Larnick, three straight hits today. Man, it would be great if Larnick could step right into this lineup and pick up where Kirloff left off. Yeah, and I don't think there's any reason to believe he can't. You know, he might need to be protected against left-handed pitching, and that's what you have Kyle Garlick for. So I think they're in a spot where it's certainly not ideal that Alex Kirilov is hurt. It's certainly far from ideal that Byron Buxton is hurt. But they can mix and match and piece some things together. You know, Gilberto Celestino can play center field quite capably and and give you a look from the right side of the plate. It's going to allow them to mix and match a little bit, but... Again, you're hoping that this Buxton thing is on the short side of uh, day-to-day or less than a week as opposed to seven to ten days where it lingers. So hopefully it's on the shorter side. You said yesterday, Brandon, other guys need to pick up if Buxton is out for an extended period or even just a week, guys need to pick up for him. Carlos Correa really isn't. He's hitting 154 with a 587 OPS, such a short, small sample. But overall, Correa... Maybe the shortened spring signing a little later could be impacting him, but he's not exactly been the boomer we thought he'd be at the plate thus far. Yeah, and you're asking a lot of him, too, to come in and, and take over a position and a leadership role on this team. I know he said it's Byron's team, but, you know, Houston is all he ever knew. And so bringing him into this organization, he's going to need a little bit of time. And then, too, as you said, uh, small sample size. It's not going to mean much if he goes four for four tomorrow and bumps that batting average up to, you know, 225, 230, and then just progresses from there. But, yeah, you know, you'd like to see more, especially with Buxton down and uh, some of the other guys off to slow starts. But, you know, it's going to be a spot where on maybe on Monday they score 10 runs and there's four or five guys with multiple hits, and hopefully they, they build from there. But like uh, like you said, right now it's kind of Larnick, and then wait and see who else besides Luis Arise is hitting. That's back-to-back days where young twin starters have impressed. And Joe Ryan yesterday, Josh Winder today. Feels like Bailey Ober needs to do the same tomorrow in, in that game. You mentioned 12:35 first pitch, and then they have that early game Monday. So it'll be interesting to see how this series closes out. Right in a sunny gray injury, you mentioned Winder could step right in, but how does that impact the upside of this rotation if he is out for a couple turns or, or out for hopefully not, but longer? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to prepare for it to be longer just because that's the way pitcher injuries work. And he had a truncated spring training, and you don't know how much you can blame that. So it it works for them to go out and have Josh Winder just take that over. I think they made that decision in that moment that Winder was going to take that spot in the rotation moving forward if it became available. You know, there's still a lot for us to find out here, whether it's imaging or a a follow-up exam. But going with six starters through April makes a ton of sense with the extended roster, with a couple guys you need to really know what you have in Archer, Ober, you know, even to to some extent any of the guys, really, because it's basically an entirely new rotation from a year ago. So I don't think they're going to shorten the rotation back to five anytime soon. I think they'll stick with six. 
And I think, too, you know, it's going to be good to get a longer look at Winder. He's not young for a prospect. He's got good stuff. The only thing today that I saw that I thought might be a little bit un, unusual or maybe not good was it seemed like he hung the breaking ball a little for bit. Sure. And, for sure. Yeah. Um, but other than that, though, for a second career outing at Fenway Park, he looked pretty dang good. Yeah, if he's hanging breaking balls and he can still get through five and a third, maybe a little Babic luck, but that's yeah. that's expected, you know, and his, as you mentioned, just his second outing. Uh, Michael Walker tomorrow, Brandon. Twins see a lot of him in spring training. They've seen him in the American League. He was pitching for Tampa Bay. What should Twins fans be looking for from the Twins offense tomorrow against Waka? Feels like this should be a, a bounce-back opportunity for them after struggling today. Yeah, you're going to want to jump on him early. Um, you know, he's – He's not the pitcher he was in St. Louis. He's had some shoulder issues and, and that sort of thing. But he's been around long enough that if he gets into a groove, he's just like any other pitcher where suddenly you look up and it's five and a third, five and two thirds, six innings, and you've put maybe one run across the board and you're in a hole. And if you get deep into this Boston bullpen, you don't want to see Whitlock. You don't necessarily want to see Matt Barnes, who they happened to get to yesterday. But uh, if you get to him early, you've got a much better chance to give and give Bailey Ober some some cushion just to feel comfortable because I know he's been out there a few times, you know, he's, he's not the first time around the league guy anymore, but pitching at Fenway park is not going to be super exciting for him this time around either. So it'd be nice if they go out, give him two, three runs in the first inning, chase Waka and two or three and, and hopefully just build from there. Tests all around for twins, young starters difference between today and yesterday. I think for the offense, just getting hits with runners in scoring position, but overall just not barreling the ball as much today. Sleepy offensive day yep. described for the twins. Brandon, thank you so much. We'll be back on Monday. Please like and subscribe to the channel, Locked On Sports Minnesota. We're here every day. We'll take a day off for Easter. We will be back after that early game Monday. So join us then, Brandon. Thank you. Hopefully, Monday we're talking about a twin series win or at the very least a split. I love it. That sounds great. Talk then.